grace to you and peace from God the creator and from Jesus Christ our teacher and redeemer and from the Holy Spirit who binds us together in Christian worship welcome to worship this evening to our Monday Thursday service whether you're here in person or are joining us via zoom we are so glad that you are worshiping with us today Maundy Thursday witnesses God's invitations to encounter, to connect, and to be transformed. Through three movements this evening, we will visit the baptismal font, trusting in our goodness and in God's loving claim on our lives. We will experience the nourishment of the table, encountering Jesus' body through communion, And we will explore how to live out Jesus' new commandment to love others as he has loved us. This service places an emphasis on the body of the individual, the body of Christ, and the ecclesial body of the congregation, seeking to situate us as we worship in physical space where we might recognize God's presence in new ways. In this recognition, we open ourselves to the radical possibilities of God's grace for our lives, for our neighbors, and for creation. So much of scripture focuses on the physical, on the body. But perhaps nowhere else is this more pronounced than in the Passion narrative. We remember through the telling of this story that Jesus' very real very human body was mocked, tortured, and killed. And yet, while the world would believe that to be the end of the story, the story of our faith continues. And we know the hope that lies in the resurrection, not just of Jesus, but of each one of us in the kingdom to come. We begin our worship this evening by lighting the Christ candle. And whenever we do this, we remember Jesus' promise in the Gospel of Matthew, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I am there among them. So friends, now as we prepare to worship I would invite you to prepare your hearts and minds by meditating on the image on the cover of the bulletin as well as the accompanying statement by the artist, offering this time to God as a prayer to help guide you into this time and space as we listen to the prelude.
I want to invite you to bring your body into the worship of God. You may do so by standing or while seated, by listening to your heartbeat or placing your hand on your abdomen, noticing the rise and the fall with each breath. Do what feels natural, what feels connective. And join me in our call to worship. A call to worship is a call to presence. We long to be fully present here and to feel God's presence. Notice the space around us, the way it looks, smells, and sounds. With all our senses, we recognize a sacred space and our belonging in it. We gather as good creation, wonderfully made. We join our bodies into one body as we remember the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Friends, let us join our voices together as we sing verses 1, 3, and 4 of hymn number 215. Oh, 
In a few minutes, we will hear the story of Jesus washing the disciples' feet on the night of his betrayal and arrest. It is a story of deep intimacy and sacred connection. It is also a story about human resistance to God's grace and our discomfort with the ways that Jesus demands the disruption of hierarchies. In this story, Simon Peter first objects to Jesus' plan to wash his feet. Jesus does not rebuke him, but he does insist, for he knows what is to come. As we prepare to lay our burdens before God in confession, we place our trust in God's desire to know us and be with us. As we enter into the sacred story of John's gospel, let us take a few moments to notice our feet. Take off your shoes if you wish. Wiggle your toes. Plant your feet firmly on the ground. As you experience these sensations, consider the wonder of God who meets us not only from on high, but also kneeling at our feet. Confession. Confession returns us to our bodies by reminding us that God claims us exactly as we are. Through repentance, we name that which we have left undone and ask for the help of God and our community to seek repair, restoration, and renewal. Let us pray together our prayer of confession. Loving God, you pour out grace upon us exactly as we are, but we confess we are suspicious and react from fear of scarcity. You invite us to take our shoes off and receive the care our bodies need, but we sit on our heels. We sort bodies into worthy and unworthy ones to mask our insecurities. We reject and punish fat bodies, disabled bodies, transgender bodies, and racialized bodies. 
even when those bodies are our very own. God, remind us that we are made in your image. Help us learn to receive from your abundance so we can share all that we have with others. Let us see that the cups we longingly hold out are already full. May they overflow so that all will have enough. As he does with Peter in the foot washing, Jesus transforms our confusion and our rejection into joy and connection. With God's help and mercy, we can reciprocate abundance with one another and with creation. In Jesus Christ, we are loved and befriended by God. Thanks be to God. And I would turn your attention now to the hymn in your bulletin, God Calls You Good. I will sing the first verse through once. And then we will all sing together the first verse and then the second verse. Gospel reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 1 
through 17. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are the messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. With simple elements and simple acts... Jesus flipped the scripts of power to bring about new possibilities for God's love in the world. Before his betrayal and death, Jesus touched his followers and sealed their connection. Jesus taught us to wash one another's feet so that we might witness each other's goodness and be made clean. Through the waters of baptism, These cool, cleansing waters. God claims us as God's own and marks the calling for our lives onto our bodies. Together, we will remember our baptisms. But first, let us pray. God who poured forth water, God who formed each one of us, We give you thanks for the sacrament of baptism. Allow the cool drip of water on our bodies to bring us closer to you so that we might live as your people.
with justice, kindness, and humility. As we remember your promises to us, renew in us a heart for compassion for others and help us recognize your presence in all whom we meet. Amen. At this time, I invite you, if you wish, to come forward and to dip your hand in the water in this font, to feel the coolness on your fingers, to remember your baptism and the mark of God on your life. You are also invited, should you desire, to step to the side where I will be positioned to receive an anointing to help you in your remembrance.
friends, at this time, I think we need to stand up, and I think we need to sing. And I would draw your attention to the hymn, Take Off Your Shoes, which is an insert in the bulletin. Let us sing joyfully. table that we are about to gather at is not a table 
of human beings. It was prepared for us, but it is the table of God. Friends, come, for all things are now ready. One little note about how we will take communion this evening. Um, When I invite you to come forward, please come forward. I will hand you a piece of bread, and you can either take it right there and eat it, or you can take it and a cup of juice back to the pews with you to eat and drink when you are ready. If you are unable to come forward, just give me a little nod of the head and uh, I will bring it to you. Friends, let us pray. God be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to God. God who took on flesh and lived among us, we greet you in worship. We greet you as a creator who made us good in our bodies. We greet you as a redeemer who was perfectly divine and totally human. We greet you as a sustainer an advocate, a helper who surrounds us in all our ways and all our days. We come in our bodies of all sizes, races, genders, abilities, sexualities, ages, and appearances, so that we might join with your body as we encounter you tangibly through bread and cup. Through this joyful feast, you fill our spirits to overflowing. Let us join together in singing hymn number 527, and we will sing the first verse.
As you nourish us through this holy meal, leave us hungry for your kingdom. Leave us thirsty for the justice that you pour out on the world. Let us encounter the bodies around us. Let us see you in the faces of strangers and friends. Taste you in the sourness of grapes. Hear you in the creaks of the sanctuary and the whisper of the breeze. Through Holy Communion, teach us how to be for others as you are for us. Sustaining help, loving accompaniment, eternal hope. Help us to embrace the mystery of the sacrament as the symbolic and literal blur together until all that remains is your presence with us. We do not come to your table with perfect understanding. Some of us come with a childlike faith. Some of us wrestle with questions and doubts. Some of us bear wounds that make us suspicious of this act. With your grace, we trust the sacred possibilities that become tangible when we eat the bread and drink from the cup. We have hope that in doing this, we might gain a glimpse of all that you offer to us. We give thanks for the familiarity of rituals and ask that we would continuously notice the possibilities you offer in them. Be with us as we pray the familiar prayer with an unfamiliar beginning that Jesus taught us to pray. Our mother, our father, our loving parent, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread. His loaf of bread was a regular loaf of bread. This loaf of bread is gluten-free, so that anybody can eat of it. But when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, and this is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, 
saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The table of the joyful feast is not our table, it is God's. Nothing you do, nothing you say, nothing about you can prevent you from partaking. For in communion, God reveals the wholeness of who we are together with God. So as you receive this joyful feast, come exactly as you are. There is more than enough. Come, for all is ready. Not away from thy presence, and take not thy holy spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation.
Friends, let us pray together the prayer after communion. Holy mystery, through communion we unite our bodies with your body, and in unity we gain strength and hope. We give thanks for your transforming love. Like the sacraments, we know that love is a doing, and so we ask for your help to turn this nourishment into love for all we meet. Amen. The choir is going to sing for us. I left it out of the bulletin, and I feel very bad about that. But they will be singing Always Remember by Greg Sewell.
The Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 33 through 35. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. We are going to move into a time of prayer. And I'm going to come around. If you have a joy or a concern to lift up, I've got the microphone Simply say the name of the person or the situation that needs prayer or that you are lifting up in joy. And together we will say, I will say, Lord, in your mercy, and you will say, hear our prayer. If it is a prayer concern, if it is a joy, I will say, we praise you, God, and you will say, from whom all blessings flow. Friends, let us turn our hearts and minds toward God in prayer. God among us, when we cry out for justice, you hear us. When we fall to our knees, you witness us. When, you, when we lean into your comfort, you hold us. When we lose our way, you guide us. Hear our prayers. Stay with us here as we seek your way toward hope and wholeness. We name, O God, that at times it is hard to stay loving in the face of cruelty, neglect, and harm. Yet even when Jesus knew his friends would betray and abandon him, he showed us how to center our whole selves in your love. Instead of the hatred of people and the injustice of systems of power, may we go and do likewise as he called us to do, so that our love for others will be a testimony to all you have done in our lives. Friends, what are our joys and concerns this evening? My sister Kathy, who's in pain after surgery. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. A joy and a concern for the same event the fire in the Kellis dorm last night on Russell Sage campus. Joy that students weren't harmed and prayers for them to, heading into finals, find some calm. We praise you, God, from whom all blessings flow. And Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prayers for Bill Chamberlain, 
Lord, in your mercy. Joys for families who are celebrating even when they're separated by miles. We praise you, God. Our son, Victor, who is 26 years old today. We praise you, God. For the uh, family of our friend, Joe Duva, who passed this week unexpectedly from a heart attack. Lord, in your mercy. For the people in Ukraine and in Russia, Lord, in your mercy. Through the life and ministry of Jesus, you taught us how to love fiercely, how to honor one another fully, and how to serve with humility and kindness. Through grace, you join us together as one body. Be with us today and every day as we seek to pour out love as disciples of Jesus. Amen. We're going to do something a little different. A couple of the songs that we have sung this evening are in the Taze style. These songs are short, chant-like songs that come from the ecumenical monastic community in Taze, France. They are repeated over and over, and singers are invited into a space for meditation where the meaning of the words grows and changes, richly impacting the worshipers in profound ways. So this evening, we are going to take a little bit of time, and we're going to sing four of these songs. They are found on page 90 on page 204, on page 227, and page 544. They are short, they are meant to be repeated, and we're going to sing together. Yeah. 
doing this on a night that the choir is here was a really good choice. Wow. (laughs) Friends, we are going to close our worship by singing a song that we usually sing in Advent. But I think that this year especially, it is a really good reminder for us in Lent, as we, as we near the end of Lent, as we prepare for Easter. Because the world is about to turn.
My friends, Jesus chose to use his final hours to establish intimate and profound physical connections with his friends. In the midst of this connection, he offered a new commandment to love others as he loves us. This is not an abstract, sentimental love. This is bread-breaking, foot-washing, messy love. Because love is messy. We have visited the font. We have been nourished at the table. And now we go out into the world to live out Jesus' commandment. As we leave this place, may the presence of the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Sustainer fill the nooks and crannies of our lives. Go in love, remembering who you are and whose you are. Go out together in love. Amen. Amen.